This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Keep. They were all drawn to The Keep. The soldiers who brought death, the father and daughter fighting for life, the people who have always feared it, and the one man who knows its secret, The Keep. Tonight they will face the evil. It's time to open up and whoop a cane ass on these father muckers. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. We know. I'm Brett. And I'm Troy! <laughs> Yo, fart. Yeah, I I missed the last few episodes because I was turning 40. A it took me, two, took me two weeks to turn 40. I imagine birthdays are pretty slow and painful at that age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, my family came not visit. through a party. I served so people a beer I made. What no was one life like before God and the sun? Uh, dinosaurs. Ah. Dinosaurs all the way down. Hot. Big poops. Uh huff. But instead, I attacked Chris and Brett with a movie. Well. Yeah. Well. I don't know. Attack's strong. Well, I don't know. I mean, you guys look kind of slack-jawed afterwards, so <laughs> I figured it, it damaged something in there. True. False. Okay. <laughs> so, so the keep German the trucks. Keep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no. The beginning. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, you know World War Two times. Uh-huh. Ah, the sixties. <laughs> yep. Brett remembers them well. Not me, you Bart. <laughs> and there's a bunch of uh. Not Nazis, but Nazi-affiliated soldiers. Pseudo-Nazis. German soldiers. Yeah, but not like the uh, the fancy ones, what with the swastika armbands and such. No, no, these are the uh, the run-of-the-mill uh, German people fighting a war that the Nazis are running. Sub-Nazis. Yeah. They're Nazi-adjacent. And they, uh, they head up to some village where they're going to take over the, the oh. keep. That Laotian village? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure it says Romania in a title card or a placard somewhere there, Brett. It is Laos. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, so... like, Yeah, they have to, they have to secure the pass, and to do that, they enter a big old yawning portal in a wall of bricks and sticks. Pyramid, that's what I said it was. They, uh, they meet up with Guy Exposition... Yes, and he's the uh, the keeper of the keep, and he keeper he never answers a single question. He, he does, but he doesn't. It's, it's, I mean, because he's like, "What are you doing here? I'm I'm a caretaker. How long have you been caretaking? Oh, since my dad stopped. I don't and know. And he's and he his dad before him, and his dad before him, and so on. So he answered, but with completely useless answers, mostly. What else do you know? Nothing. He was he was harbinging his ass off though. What's in here? None of it. What do you do here? Not much. Can you stay here? Yes, no. Do people people no one spends the night here. Oh, so everyone died? There's ghosts? No. No. no they no. they have bad dreams and leave. 
So the turns out there's a whole bunch of T-shaped kind of cross things that they call crosses. Yeah, I mean they're like cross T's with little humps on top, which I well, guess I mean, is supposed like, to be. Are all crosses crucifixes, or is a cross? How, how do you define the word cross? Uh, well, I think Fergie would define it as a T with a hump. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I mean that's. It's a cross, then, if, if Fergie she, said if it. If she can get you drunk off of it. I yeah, don't with think her, you, it, With her lovely religious lumps. Now, I tried to drink silver once, and it was very unpleasant. Did you turn blue? No, it just burnt my esophagus horribly. Yeah. I like the people who turn blue when they eat too much silver. Hmm? I only eat aluminum. That's nickel? No, aluminum. Well, funny story. These things are made of nickel. Yeah. Five cents a piece they were. And uh, some of the the soldiers are trying to, to yeah. steal them because you know how valuable Nazi Germany. Well, I mean, they think they're silver because they don't know the difference between nickel and silver. And the caretaker, like, flips his shit when he sees someone trying to, like, pull one out. And he's like, you're going to open up the wall! Bah! And then Jürgen Prochnow... Hashtag not all Nazis uh, says, uh, hey, hey, dude, soldier dude who's an idiot. You learned two things today. One, these aren't nick, these aren't silver, they're nickel. And two, you got a shitty work shift the rest of your life. First watch. Yeah. Good place to get expensive breakfast. Fair enough. So night falls over the keep and soldier A decides to uh, check out some weird light that starts to emanate from one of these here pump crosses. Fergie crosses. And he uh, he sees it glowing and he's like, oh, well, that's got to be silver. Only silver bright. emanates light. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I feel silver apart from nickel. So he goes and, and gets uh, soldier number two. And He's like, hey, we're going to steal this cross. Get your prying knife. And they, they try to get it out of the wall, but they pull a whole big wall chunk Yeah, out with it. So Soldier A is like, hey, you remember what they taught us in sub-Nazi school? Denang. If you pull out a big hunk of wall that's got silver on it, there's more silver behind it. Duh. It's only logical. Yep. So he heads down the silver chute there, and he finds another one of them there, um, Fergie crosses. Uh-huh. And he says, well, I'm going to go after this one. But he had his buddy lash him, which seemed weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to be able to get out. And he, uh, he's, not, he's not an idiot, Chris. Come on. Yeah, he did remember the, the silver cross wall thing. <laughs> He does have the basic functions of a memory, so he's not an idiot. And he uh, knocks it out the other direction, which leads to a Shugangus subterranean cavern That doesn't thing. make any fucking sense. Yeah, the keep is like the TARDIS. It's way bigger on the inside. That's right. It's terror and relative dimension in space. So he... Uh, he starts hoot-hollering, but on account of the giant thing he's falling into. And Soldier B tries to pull him back out, but not before the the Pink Floyd The Wall laser show sets off. Yep. 
<laughs> I mean, it was the 80s. There were lasers everywhere. So a bunch of light orbs show up and they go and just one. They they eat his face off. Yep. Like that movie Face Off? Yeah, it's exactly like that movie Face Off. <laughs> and so Soldier Number Two what, pulls him out of the pulls oh, hold on, I'm getting a phone call. First transmission. <laughs> Jeez, Grandpa, you still have a landline? I do actually. <laughs> Troy's getting a got, fax. Hold on. Yeah, I turned 40 and said, God damn it, I need a landline. <laughs> I miss rotary phones, he says. <laughs> no, I miss I just miss having everyone on the same line so you had to listen to see if anyone was talking when you wanted to call someone. You just dial O and tell Sarah to patch you through to the five digit number. Exactly. Yeah, he yells at his phone. Siri, I need to talk to Klondike 608. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, so anyway, so uh yeah, so a lights attack the dude, rip his face off, and then soldier number two pulls him out of the hole and then cries that his friend's head has been erased. Like he and then decides head. to look then decides to look into the chute. He didn't yeah. figure out what blew his face off. Yeah, like, man, this face looks real bad. I better put my face in the same spot. Nothing bad will happen to it. That's what I'd do. But That's something bad does happen. Someone breaks tremendous wind. Yep, and it hits him so hard he turns into a dummy. Cuts a big and old he, shark. He splits in half, I believe, when he hits the floor. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. He so, just breaks all apart. Yeah. So the next day, um, Colonel uh, What's-His-Head. Hashtag not all Nazis. I like Colonel What's-His-Head. <laughs> so he's all upset on account of, you know, the murders and such. And he's called back to headquarters to let him know, hey, this is going poorly. So they're like, oh, well, we just need to send the actual Nazis. That should help. Nazis yeah, never, never done anything bad for anyone. Nope. So they show up and uh, we're treated to uh, a bunch of Nazis led by Ilsa the She-Wolf? Yes, of this SS. <laughs> also Gabriel Byrne. <laughs> Byron, I think it was. So, yes. so David Byrne's there. <laughs> <laughs> And he's all like, hey, I'm going to Nazi it up. Let's shoot some dudes to show yeah. who's boss. And like, literally, like, first thing he does, walk into town, round up everyone, put three guys against a wall, and shoot, have them shot. Like, he did not pass go. He did not collect $200. You've got to make an entrance, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So he heads to the keep and informs, uh, Hashtag, Hashtag not all Nazis. There we go. Colonel Watts' head. That he's the boss now. And that they're doing things his way. And he his did have way the fanciest haircut. Is to threaten everybody with murder. Yeah, he's like, for every German soldier that dies, we're going to execute five of you until the partisans are uh, are reco revealed. Yeah. They're very obsessed with partisans. And apparently it was a common tactic for them to 
skin people's faces and turn them into gross bits a lot, I guess. Yeah, also to merge them with the walls occasionally. Get your point across, I mean. Would you fuck with somebody after they skinned your face? Uh, I'd probably not. I'd probably do a lot of stuff afterwards. (laughs) Like live. (laughs) Wouldn't use chapstick anymore, that's for sure. You wouldn't have no lips to put it on, only meat. Meat chapstick. Face meat. So, uh... So face meat. So local, uh... Priest. Local priest man gets called down to everything because there's some crazy words etched into a wall. And he says, yeah, that looks like Romanian, but brother, that ain't Romanian. (laughs) If I had a nickel. (laughs) And old, uh... David Burns like, nah, man, that's totally not the thing. And Priestman's like, no, no, here's the thing. I know a guy who could translate this stuff. He's a doctor. And so he's like, oh, where is this doctor? Internment camp. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah. funny story, he's Jewish. I think you know right where he is, ass. <laughs> so we meet up with Magneto. Yay. And Madeline, his daughter. Madeline Edo. And apparently he's a he's a doctor of uh, the keep. Languages. So they go and send for him so he can come translate. Steal all the adamantium out of Wolverine's body? Mm-hmm. That too. Yes. And while all this nonsense is going on, we we meet up with uh, Reginald Boatman. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the uh, senior Reginald Bo- Boatman, and he's uh, he's somewhere in, in Greece. Chris is a stick. Okay, and he uh, he charters a boat to get him over there because he's got the eye glow, and that let him know because he had the the dream with the sparkly things that came out of it. Oh, yeah, they woke up the fog monster, so he had the eye glow. Yeah, obviously. Yes. I mean, yeah. Hey, when doesn't that happen? That's the natural course of action. So he grabs his big box. <laughs> no. Oh. It's a box, a real one. A box in a, some kind of burlap duffel carrier. Mm-hmm. And he heads off to the keep to... Whatever he's going to do. I don't know. Something. Keep it. Keeping it real. Real, though. Shit, shit. And meanwhile, Professor Magneto's shown up on the scene. And he's like, so uh, the words here, they're like, uh, they're not great. I can tell you that much. They say, I will be free. In dead language. Yeah. Which is, which is better than saying, like, work will make you free, I guess. To be or fair, we're going to die after reading this sentence. Oops. <laughs> and, um... Last sentence I ever read. The, the Nazis are like, well, that's cool and all. You got three days to fix all these murders. Or we'll murder you. Let us show you to your room. By room, I mean corner of this stone room. Yeah. Now, we should comment, though, that, uh... Let me show you to your corner. That Magneto is looking much like Magneto from the 90s, even though this is the early 80s. 
Yeah, which is really weird at first. I told yeah. you he was born 103. <laughs> yes, but you didn't tell our listeners that, Brett. I just did. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, um, read your book, nerd. Turns out that he's got some kind of, oh, what was it? Hepatitis. Scroloderma or something. Yeah, scroloderma. <laughs> he's got squirrely derma. So he's squirrely got squir- derma. He's got, you know, squirrely derma, which is when a bunch of squirrels live inside you. <laughs> I always thought Magneto was full of squirrels. That's how he gets his magnets. Yeah, they're metal squirrels. Yeah, you're a metal squirrel. Read your book. And um, that doesn't impress anybody, really. I'm, I never try to impress. That's evident. <laughs> he does dress to impress, though. No. <laughs> I mean, you dress, which is pretty impressive for you. Yeah, no, I cover up my bits, but... <laughs> Dude, thank God for that. Other than that, always go with this shirt-paint combination. So, uh, the priest and... Magneto have a little talk about, you know... I thought you were going to say they walk into a bar. God and junk, yeah. A priest, a, go- a professor full of squirrels, <laughs> and a Nazi walk into a bar. Squirrel, stupid. So, uh, he's all like... Something about a 12-inch pianist? Yeah. So, basically, the priestman's like, hey, man, you should take this cross on account of God and stuff. And Magneto's like, if God... Was cool. He made me a streetcar or something. Yeah, he's like, why? It's 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 just ridiculous that like human intelligence is stuck in something as frail as the human body. He should have made me like a streetcar or full of squirrels. Oh, he yeah. did that already. Jokes on him. He is full of squirrels. <laughs> so they uh, they do that, and then meanwhile, old uh, old boatman, he's now on a motorcycle. And he, now he's Reginald Motorcycleman. Yeah, he enjoys multiple modes of transportation in this we movie. We need to change his name constantly so nobody knows what the fuck is going on. That's par for the course. <laughs> yeah. So he gets stopped at some sort of checkpoint and Jedi mind tricks the soldier guys. Well, no, he like Jedi eye flares them. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, cool, we're just going to stand here, I guess. Bye. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, like, I shouldn't do that, so I'm not going to get in your way. And back at the, uh, back at the keep, old, uh, old daughter lady. Madeline. She heads off to the the mess room to get some food. Yeah, because hashtag not all Nazis told her that, uh, that he would bring in some wood so they could have a fire so that Magneto could stay warm or keep his squirrels warm inside of him. And then uh, also they can get their food from the mess with the rest of the soldiers. Metal squirrels heat up pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what the problem is. you got to keep the squirrels hot enough or they get mad and start biting you on the inside. Real goddamn hot. So uh, she gets the food, but things don't go well. Yeah. No, because two dudes decide that she needs to uh, be raped. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, and so that happens. Because they had erections? But then the... uh, No, because they were terrible people. Yeah. Terrible people with erections. Worst kind. So, but she is saved by smoke. The smoke monster. 
The smoke monster, yes. He was starting to solidify. You can kind of see his brains and eyes now. He's got some meat, some meat muscle on him. He looks kind of like a Titan, actually, from uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah. And I gotta give him credit. The the smoke stuff and the the monster guy, it's pretty it's pretty impressive stuff for 1983. It was a pretty good smoke yeah. monster. And he saves her and carries her back to uh, Professor Magneto. I like the way he exploded the rapist's skulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like sucked all the light out of their eyes and then their heads. Kablooey! Yep. So apparently, apparently Nazis keep their skulls together with glowing light. Yeah, you gotta just remove it and they just pop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so old uh, Smokey drops off the daughter to the professor, and the professor is uh actually taking it rather well, all things considered. Yeah. And the smoke monster uh has some questions. You know, like, hey, who's doing this? Why are they doing this? I don't like anything. And Magneto's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It ain't me, man. I'm helping him, but not because I want to help him. Because I don't like being dead. I'm full of squirrels. I got it hard enough. I don't need to be dead on top of it. <laughs> you get the squirrelitis. And old, old Smokey's like, uh, all right, that's fair enough. I've removed the squirrels from your insides. So I'm now I'm touching you with my red lightning hand. Yeah, and now we're tight, bros. And now he looks like... Uh, a normal aged Ian McKellen. He only looks a hundred instead of two hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, good. I'm glad. Like, it wasn't just Ian McKellen's always looked old was the issue. It was just makeup. Yeah, but that was good makeup because you really thought, wait a second, the guy hasn't looked any different since 1983. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like the reverse Dick Clark, who you know. Looked young for the longest time, and then looked old. He just looked old for the longest time. <laughs> then they rebuilt him as a robot, a squirrel-filled robot. So now he's uh, he's feeling pretty good. Uh, hashtag not all Nazis shows up, and he's like, "Look, sorry about that whole thing with soldiers. Whoops, you can stay at the end." Yeah, and, uh, and then. And I would smuggle you both out if I could, but I can only manage to get her out. But we'll, but we can get her out and get her away from this place, so we can at least save one of you. You have two minutes to get ready. Yep. yep. You have a minute and forty-five seconds to get ready. But then boss Nazi shows up. You're well past the point of being ready. And says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't get to tell nobody nothing, no how." And old Magneto is like, oh, the last thing I want is for my daughter to be moved to safety, you fucking dick. He's like, well, in that case, move her to safety. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> he used the reverse magnetic psychology on her. It's like the guy in the ballerina that didn't want his daughter to be safe, but to be safe. But they were all dead. Mm. Fuck them. Fair enough, I guess. So she gets moved out to the uh, the inn. Where uh, she she meets up with Reginald Innsman. Yeah. <laughs> and because now the inn is his mode of transportation. Yes. And we're treated to a bunch of weirdly edited together scenes where they're in the inn and they talk, and then they're outside at sunset, and then they fall madly in love with each other, and then they fuck on the floor. They make whoopee. 
And they make a cross with their arms with like lumps on tops with their which are their heads. Yeah. It's a fuck crucifix. <laughs> yeah. That that classic position. The old fuck <laughs> crucifix. It it's in the Kermish Kerma Sutra. Kerma Yeah. That's where they read to the Kama Sutra with nothing but Muppets. <laughs> Do your trick. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> We want to hear Kermit. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> what, what would you like to know? The Kama Sutra. <laughs> That's the Kermit Sutra. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because every single position involves a hand in your ass. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> under the shoulder. And then you run around and go, ah! <laughs> Afterwards. Uh. <laughs> Troy tricks. <laughs> you have Chris yeah. Pax and Troy tricks. <laughs> oh, yeah, have a few stupid human tricks. Go ahead, so, anyways, so they they bone in the inn, and then bone in the end. <laughs> and then uh, the the preacher guy at some point goes crazy because the stronger the smoke monster gets, the more of it leaks out. I guess. Uh huh. And it starts to infect the townsmen. So preacher guy goes in and just yells about how he wants everybody to die and burn and then go fuck themselves. And then uh, the daughter sees him at the church being all crazy. And then Magneto shows up and she's like, man, he's crazy. And Magneto is like, don't worry about that. The important thing is that the half-formed smoke monster came to me and said, all I got to do to destroy all Nazis is to take his talisman out in the woods and bury it. That seems like a thing a not-crazy person would say, right? Yes. Yes, and then Reginald Bonesman is like, no, 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 no. That's not. That, that's just him trying to escape. The talisman is what holds him there. You can't. And he needs you because only someone of pure heart can touch it. So you need the the one thing you need to not do is bring that talisman outside of the keep. Right, bring talisman out of the keep. Got it. And Magneto, he's not convinced. He's like, hey, look, how bad could it be? We've already got World War II, a giant smoke monster that's half form. They can suck away diseases and explode heads. It don't seem so bad to me. Hey, that's all right with me, man. Fair point. So and he's uh, only sucked the sucked the light and exploded heads of Nazis, so yeah, should be fine. So he heads back into the keep and informs uh, the head Nazi, David Byrne. Yeah, Byron. the talking head Nazi. Yeah. And he says, hey, look, it's like this. There's a gentleman in the inn, and he's like, uh, I don't know, against Nazis or whatever, so you should probably kill him, I guess. Plus, he's boning my daughter, and I can't have that. And um, David Byrne's like, ah, fair point. We'll go, we'll go get him. We'll fix all this. So he sends some troops to go... Uh, Bring him back to the keep for interrogation. And it doesn't go well. Nope. He kind of gets shot a whole bunch and leaks green goo out of his body. Right. But keeps, 
but then yeah, like fluorescent green. They just kind of shoot him coming, off the cliff. Yep, and he keeps coming towards them, and then they just shoot him off the cliff because apparently bullets can push you backwards. Yep. So old uh, big old bullets. Old hashtag not all Nazis is not super thrilled about any of this, and uh, he takes David Byrne back to his room to talk incredibly quietly about what I assume was their ideological differences. You didn't just turn the volume up when you got to that point? Ah, volume schmolume. He was licking <laughs> the screen the whole time. Don't ask Chris. So, uh, turns out that, uh, not all Nazis, hashtag, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't like the Nazis too awful much. But David, David Byrne, he's all for it. And as they're uh, having their little debate about, you know, not being Nazis, there's a, a ruckus from outside. There's some gunfire, and then everything goes silent. And hashtag not all Nazis goes to grab the cross because that should probably help. Yep. And then David Byrne shoots him in the back. Yep. Yep. And takes the cross because, hey... If it's going to protect him, I'm sure it's going to protect me. Only real heroes shoot him in the back. That's true. So he heads out to see what's going on out there, you know, what with the gunfire and the ruckus and such. And it turns out that now everybody is just a smoldering corpse bit. Yes. One bit. And he makes a really weird noise, which I think was supposed to signify his not liking the situation. <laughs> But nonverbal communication, Chris, it's a thing. I guess so. Like yeah, perfect. <laughs> and old uh, Smokey shows up. We had a cat named Smokey when I was a kid. Mm, relevant. I know at least two other cats named Smokey, actually. Well, this, this Smokey's not a cat. Better be a damn cat. Smokey... No, He's kind of rocky looking now, as in, like, looks like a rock, not like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Cats are made of rocks. Go ahead. So Smokey has now uh, basically got a form all the way. Looks like Dark Side. Yeah. And he's got black rocky skin, glowing eyes and mouth that glow red. And old uh, David Byrne holds up the, the cross and he's like, ha ha, I know your weakness. What what's going on here? And old uh, Smokey just kind of squishes the cross. He's like, "Yeah, cross, cool." Anyway, so here's what's going on. Uh, I'm murdering everyone, including I'm you. Remove the the glowing stuff from your head. Yep. Mm, good old fashioned genocide. Well, all this nonsense is going on. Magneto has found his way to the giant chamber thing underground and found the. Uh, talisman that binds Smokey which is a flashlight with a ruler attached to it that's what it looked like to me yeah I mean maybe they were a little advanced and got one of those things that like it spins and the little blades come out as it spins faster but yeah it's basically a flashlight with two little knobby bits stuck on either side most of of a ruler super glued to the back side of a flashlight and they painted the whole mess silver and called it a movie so he goes to remove it and is uh as he's trying to leave old uh 
Reginald Cliffsman. Reginald Cliffsman starts uh, dragging himself back up out of the moat thing. And uh, in the courtyard, where you know all the decimated Nazis are. At least one-tenth of them. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Took me a second. <laughs> and yeah, so but he he makes his way back to the inn and opens up his uh his box and it yep. has like a metal stick in it that he grabs and then there's a purple glow for a second. I declared it to be a lead pipe. I think Chris said whacking stick. Yeah, for whacking day he's gonna beat all the snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Old Simpsons right. references. Yep. Very white and such. Cutting stone and such. So uh, back in the courtyard, the daughter shows up, and she's like, hey, I'm thinking maybe listening to the smoke monster is not the best plan you've ever had, Professor Idiot. Professor Dad Nito. And he's like, whatever, I'm going to knock you over and try to choke you. And then Smokey's like, yeah, do that thing, also kill her. He's like, wait a second, if I kill my kid, it's because I decided to do it, not because some smoke monster tells me to do it. Smoking meat. (laughs) Now all of a sudden I'm upset about this. <laughs> and so he hoot hollers at him and basically says, Hey, this is yours, right? If it's yours, you should be able to take it. I'm totally going to taunt you, giant monster thing. And the giant monster thing says, eh, Fuck off. And then puts the squirrels back at him. Yep. It's like, oh, I bet you're missing these, weren't you, asshole? <laughs> so now uh, the flashlight's on the ground, and the daughter is laying on top of Professor Magneto, who is now full of squirrels again. And then and old then uh, Reginald Keepsman, Reg- he shows up, and he's like, "Hey, don't worry, guys, I've got this stick. The flashlight fits in the stick. I got my lead pipe to carry this flashlight around with. And now and I would dramatically walk forward while I slowly screw the flashlight onto this stick." And once he gets the flashlight into the stick... The ruler side's tucked down into it. A bunch of lasers shoot out of it for some reason. A big old purple laser. And it makes his shirt turn black for another reason I don't fully grasp. And then the... uh, black shirtman. And he says, he says to daughter, he says, You get your squirrel-filled dad out of here. I got this. And... They have their epic final confrontation between Smokey and Reginald Flashlightman for a couple of minutes. Where they just shoot light back and forth. Yep, and the light, the flashlight shoots purple beam through uh, old Smokey. He gets sucked into the hole, and then... Don't we all sometimes? And then Reginald... With a K-hole? Reginald Flashlight, man. He, he also gets sucked into the hole and then yep. everything goes all crazy and the townspeople come out and we stop on weird 80s sitcom freeze frame. Yeah, everything's outside now for some reason too. And and that's it, I guess, I guess so. Credits. The end. And that's The Keep, as recommended by Troy... 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 Yeah, some asshole, I don't know. Yeah, I bet he's old. Yeah. Some asshole, I don't know. <laughs> so, Brett. So, Brett. 
What did you think of this movie? Yeah, that's right. Meh. It wasn't the worst thing ever. It was shot well. It was a pretty movie. I liked uh, I liked Smokey. Smokey looked neat. Um, kind of slow. But, uh, eh. You could really skip it. Magneto was good. I like Smokey. We're, we're, we're going to go Nabra on this one. Excellent. Fair enough. You can find us on the fit. Now I'm just kidding. So, Chris, <laughs> what do you think of the movie? I also feel kind of meh. It's a little slow. The story is almost inconsequential to what's going on. I mean, you can follow it because it's a pretty basic plot, but there seems to be kind of two stories going on, and they focus a lot more on kind of character development, but everybody's just kind of one note, so it doesn't really add much of anything. You can't develop one note much. I will agree that it's it's shot real well. It looks pretty nice. There's some pretty interesting effects. I assume that was just a big set they made. I don't know. The keep itself, I would think so. Yeah. It, it looks cool. It. I found it interesting that you could take a movie that was based on Nazis getting f- killed by demons and make it so slow. Because <laughs> that by We're itself... slow this shit right down, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's on, on paper, you're like, wow, Nazis killing, getting killed by demons, I'm on board. And yeah, they do, but it's, they just kind of get exploded. But at what cost? And it exploded in slow motion. I mean, if, if you're looking for something a little slower, something, this, this would be good to throw on in the background while you're doing another thing. Intercourse. Yeah, yeah, ladies love a good smoke monster. I was trying to do the same thing. (laughs) You can smoke them right in the squirrel hole. Yeah. I mean, it's a 10 out of 10 if you want to see Magneto full of squirrels. (laughs) And who doesn't really? Twice. Yeah. So void of squirrels. I... I don't know. I'm not sure. I say probably skip it. We all know I'm not saying that. <laughs> just, for the Troy? record, I'd like to state that Brett just dabbed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it. That's weird. It's like that. that <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris has gone dab blind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think, Mr. Troy? Well, I suggested this. I watched this uh, a thousand years, years ago? ago. I guess probably about 10 years ago. And all I remembered was like the glowing crosses and stuff looking really cool. And that was about all I remembered of it. So I suggested it anyway because I like Jurgen Prochnow's name. And so it was fun to see not just Jurgen Prochnow, but a bunch of other names I recognized like Ian McKellen, Gabriel Byrne, uh, Alberto Watson, who 
who was uh, Madeline in the show, TV show La Femme Nikita, which is a real good show. He, people should watch. And uh, oh, and Scott Glenn, who was Stick on Daredevil, and sounds exactly the same. I'm just assuming like this is part of his continuity. Like he goes blind later, I assume. Um, Keep to the re-keepening. Yeah, and uh, I like what I what I like about this movie besides the visuals, because yeah, like like the guy said, it's a it's a very pretty movie. Is just they don't explain anything about Reginald men or Smokey. Like I just get you get the impression that like this is like some kind of like epic like alien battle or something that's been going on for centuries. And they'd managed to lock Smokey. They'd managed to lock Smokey away, but you know now he's breaking free again because some greedy Nazi wanted a fucking bunch of silver. And I don't know. I just kind of like this is a fun fun movie for me to think about afterwards and build a story up in my head about is why I like this movie. So if you like to make stories about movies after you watch movies, I would watch this. Otherwise. Uh, I guess you could probably smoke a lot of weed and watch this and enjoy the visuals um, or LSD perhaps. But other than, you know, don't smoke LSD. That's probably bad for you. Smoke acid. <laughs> uh, other than that, I probably would skip it. It's uh, this is a very uh, niche kind of movie, I feel like. But I enjoyed it. What do we watch next week, Chris? We are watching the new It. We're not watching Jigsaw? I thought we weren't. I was going to well, say, I, I'm pretty sure we were on the fence. We're going to watch something. Podcast, possibly right? Jigsaw. Possibly the new It. But both of them suggested by Mr. Green. We'll watch one of those damn things. Yep. That's right. Depends if Chris wants to spend $80 to watch Jigsaw or not. The seven nine 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 nine. The three. <laughs> good Lord, now it's 80000 Yeah. <laughs> it keeps going up. Movies are expensive these days. That's Fucking right. I mean, they inflation. keep thousands of people employed. Haven't you seen those? Seen the credits? So we'll watch something, Mr. Green and Jason. A dollar per person for all 80,000 cast members. That's right. That's how movies cast work. and crew. To say, Brett, what if somebody wants to point out that I don't make sense when I talk sometimes? You how would they pointer. do that? A pointer. The point. Oh. Out. Uh-huh. Your flaws. Both flaws that Chris has. All seven. Or you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com. You can email us threats at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can get on the YouTubes because we're on that one too. Uh, Stitcher and iTunes and Twitter with Slaughter Prince and Reddit, SHP Podcast, uh, store.slaughterhouseprincess.com, discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com, patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com, Google Play. Yeah. Radio waves. Radio waves. Mm-hmm. Microwaves. Yeah. Ocean waves. Going to raves. Yep, just crack open a glow stick and wave it around. Do a bunch of ecstasy. <laughs> or Molly. 
Percocet. Violent Percocet. <laughs> I knew you couldn't last too long. Nope, never do. So come back next time where we're going to do a movie. One of them, too. And while other podcasts think about movies, we will drink about movies. Bleep. Blop. Blop.